Welcome back, motherfuckers. How the hell are ya? I personally want to apologize for the late episodes. Um, I've been having... Uh. <laughs> that was so hot. Burp in my ass next time. I personally have been having a really hard time with depression recently. I haven't even been able to get out of bed to scrub my own asshole. Um, it's been hard. But we're back. We're here. We have a lot of plans. And we do. Other than that, I'm so sorry. Because You've been listening to... You're my therapist, literally. Literally, but... <laughs> Yeah, there's just been a lot of stuff going on, and like a lot of a lot of you people would obviously understand. But so we have a chance to start doing sponsorships Fuck in yeah, our episodes. Baby. Trying to make that dough. Hell fucking yeah! The only thing is that we actually have to get monetized. But don't don't let us fucking think yeah, we're gonna stop there. Don't. We're gonna continue to do exactly what we fucking want. A hundred percent. There just might be something tweaked with it, but. Yeah. It's still gonna be a good, good podcast. I personally might have to stop talking about um, dicks in my ass and shit, but don't think that we're gonna change the way we act and start acting like church girls. We're 100% not doing that. We're gonna still talk the way we do, and hopefully we get sponsored by people that can support that. Hell yeah, and don't get us wrong, we're not gonna fucking stop, so, but on a good note too... How's, how's how's everyone's week weekend ass. been going i actually didn't see you last week dude i feel like i haven't seen you in a month i know dude i we literally don't see each other for like three days and, and i'm like, like where are you how where are you, are you? Yeah. as if we don't fucking see each other we're literally up each other's asses all the time you had a really fun weekend um you went out to san diego didn't you yeah i went out to san diego got to hang out with my boy got to meet some of his family which is really cool Headed to the beach, hung oh, out that for looks a so bit. fun. You guys look like you had a lot of fun. It was super fun, other than the water being freezing. And I'm it like, was? you know, it, it makes sense because it is October. But, but it's it was hot, so as hot as balls shit. still. Yeah, no, I was de- I was Depressed really debating me. if I'm depressed. <laughs> 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 debating no. if you want to go in the water. I Did you I, get in? Because you, like, even when it's summer, you still don't get in the water. But, um, like, I went in twice to go pee, so you tell me. Love that. Gets the puss. <laughs> sweat but nothing else <laughs> love it um i want to i want to kind of share with you guys because i'm i'm coming um caitlin finally agreed to being my girlfriend um she's taken um, sorry off the market i don't yeah, know what to tell you i'm really Maybe happy go jack your dicks off and cry jerk your cocks <laughs> yeah no i wish um in my fucking dreams caitlin would date me caitlin is actually off the market though. I want to talk about that a little bit. I know you don't like to go into detail because you're you're a little conservative bitch, but <laughs> Caitlin has a man's yo. She is taken. I'm so happy. Yeah, stay the fuck out of my DMs, you little bitches. Yeah, you're <laughs> little whores. Um, I mean, her boyfriend does have like a big clit, and that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. But he is a, definitely a swell lad. He's a fucking tweaker. I know, but I don't know. Like, where did it- that come from? it's been going on for months we've fucking known each other for a while and it just it all was about taking time and it happened happened. i'm content so that's all i fucking want in life that was fucking amazing dude i know i'm very happy for you too i love you both equivalently except for um your boyfriend is a bitch uh (laughs) um but yeah caitlin's taken love that um Jordan's been. I'm fucking. She been. I'm married. I'm married to the money. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> married to the money, money. <laughs> but as promised, we finally fucking have our special guest. I know we put it off for a really long time. A bunch of shit happened. Technical difficulties. Um, but long awaited, bitch. 
It's our homie, John, John Kisner, baby. Happy to be here, guys. Hell yeah. Um, dude, how's Sober October going for you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going pretty good. Oh, yeah, it sure as fuck <laughs> sounds like it. John showed us a really sick-ass thing. What was it? So Bombed October? Yeah, it's uh, So Bombed October. I, I found a picture on Instagram to where it just gives you a list of different things you can do right you know inebriants yeah. getting fucked up drinking yeah. smoking and then it gives you points i'm like meth oh my <laughs> god you like that 20 points <laughs> me yeah it's fucking sick we've been doing it um i'm winning just uh, kidding no, not no, i'm not winning, winning. I'm, in me? Second. I'm in second place but it's really fun um you've kind of been doing sober october with like weed right yeah i stopped smoking weed um it's pretty nice. I gotta, I gotta really? admit, yeah, I've had, I have a lot more energy. Uh, Hell yeah. I'm happier. Well, maybe not happier. <laughs> you could smoke happy, a fucking blind. Yeah, you want it. yeah, exactly. I personally want to apologize to Jessica because I'm assuming she's gonna listen to this episode because her son is in it. Um, I'm sorry. I'm so what's the word explicit, right? Something like that. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm explicit. fucking annoying and disgusting. You are okay. Vulgar. I'm vulgar. I'm just like gross. But thank you for like just thank you for being you. I love you. Um, how the fuck do we all know each other? We've known each other for a year. The twelfth was a year. I think. Wow. Something like that. Only a really a long year. time. That blows my mind. I feel like We're we've so been friends close. forever, right? Yeah, it's very true. Oh, yeah. like it's been a minute. I mean, it fucking has Jesus, but I don't know. Here we are. Um, we met through my boyfriend. Yes. Or like Chase. Chase. Yeah, we met through him, kind of. We, I heard of you before, like the guy I talked to previously. Kind of right. heard about. I was terrified. We knew of love you. each other. Definitely. Yeah, we I was petrified of, of you. You scared me. Um, you ruined my shroom trip, actually. Oh. <laughs> Unintentionally. Yeah. I'm just a scary kind of person, I guess. Oh my fucking god! But yeah, and then we like hung out, and I don't know. It just kind of we Clicks, like yeah. continuously hung out. Yeah, and Caitlin, you know, <laughs> we've gotten hot. Dude, Man. I know. And like you were saying, though, I low-key was scared of John for a cool minute. Like, I was just like, am I going to say something wrong? And I was yeah. like, you know, let me ask this dude if he wants to smoke and then fucking off it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, all right, stoner buddy, let's fucking <laughs> go. Yeah. John's pretty much always been my therapist, too, which I think is cool. <laughs> we've had a lot of, like, come to you every breakdown I have. We've connected with a lot of things, though. I can see my mom is replacing that position. <laughs> oh my fuck, it's just a fucking text message. Me and Jordan have always connected spiritually, you know, yeah. as far as energies and crystals and all of these different, you know, kind of like I wouldn't necessarily describe it as the witchy stuff. Yeah. But, but it know, is like that, kind of the witchy stuff. Exactly. We like sneak off during parties too. Like everyone's playing beer pong and we'll be in the corner like, yeah, so I just did a spell the other night. Like just <laughs> we'll talk about shit like that. And like, that's always how we've been. But I personally, like we've never gone into depth about like your childhood and how you grew up. Like I've never really known about that. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't really raised religious mm -hmm. you know my grandparents were religious and my parents were religious when they were younger but they never forced that onto me yeah. they gave me freedom of religion so they let me choose what i wanted to do choose what i wanted to believe in which is cool because it sounds like you weren't necessarily forced to be brought up on a certain religion because i know a lot of people when they're younger their parents are like you need to follow this you need to follow that yeah. so it kind of sounds like it was just like 
go as you want like yeah. choose what you want that's which is fucking awesome yeah. yeah you and i were kind of growing up in like a household where they wanted you to believe a certain religion almost like yours was more so mormonism with your father's side of the family and mine was christianity with my father's side of the family yeah which was crazy too because don't get me wrong like i grew up around that but i was mainly like raised as a christian but that was mainly my mom's side so i kind of i've seen the difference with them and I don't know. I would not consider myself any of them. Yeah, because not I just, religious no. at all. Well, you used to go to church with me. Like, it was a Christian church. I think the last youth group we went to, they talked about sex, and we sat, sat in the back row, and just, like, we were laughing because we're fucking children. Yeah, and I don't think we ended up going Yeah, again. after that, no, we embarrassed <laughs> ourselves way too fucking much. I don't think you guys were necessarily embarrassing yourselves. I think you guys just realized that all of these stupid rules and regulations that the church has are just bullshit a hundred percent the rules just blow my dick like reverse cowgirl my cock i can't even think like premarital sex are you mm-hmm. fu- i'm not supposed to get my pussy wet until i get a wedding ring on my <laughs> finger are you fucking <laughs> kidding me that, that doesn't make sense to me and like drinking and smoking and tattoos like yeah and don't get me wrong like i know a lot of people aren't necessarily into all that stuff but it's such a normal thing and like I know a lot of people go based off of religion, and I don't know, it's just how they were brought up, but... Yeah, well, we were brought up with religion, too, and we're, like, we're still here, I have a tattoo on my asshole, like, you know, like, (laughs) it just, it doesn't make sense to me, like, how is this determining whether you're gonna go to fucking heaven or hell? Yeah, Mm -hmm. and you know what else is also fucked up? Slam dunking babies into a pool of water. Oh Oh. my fucking god, (laughs) dude. Baptizing is beyond me. I don't understand. That is horrifying to watch. It is. Horrifying. Like, how are you going to throw me into a pool of water and say, the power of Christ compels you? Like, are you fucking kidding me? How can parents watch their infant child be nearly drowned? Exactly, (laughs) right? I don't understand. The pastor's like, you're fine. The baby needs to be underwater for like at least a minute. Needs air, like I don't, I don't get it, I don't get it. And then, like a common stereotype is that like religious people aren't judgmental, but that's such bullshit. They're the most judgmental people I've ever fucking met. Mm -hmm. I don't get it. Not only that, they're judgmental and they push, they push these beliefs on you. You know, I mean, in in some ways, like you walk into their house and there's 150 crosses all All over their house. I mean, that's not necessarily pushing it on you, but I mean, it makes me uncomfortable. I gotta be honest. Like, do you need that many crosses to fucking prove your religion? Like, do you look like you're in a cult? Like, I'm scared to be sitting watching TV and these crosses are staring at me. Like, I'm sorry, what? I don't understand. It doesn't make sense to me. And like, I, I get, like, wanting the quotes around your house. My fucking step-parents um, have, like, this footprints quote on their wall. And it's just so fucking weird to me because, like, it's just, like, about how God is, like, always following you. And I'm, like, don't. I that like to masturbate at 10 p.m. Like, don't follow <laughs> me, please. For the love of God, don't. It's so scary. I feel like religion should be based off of personal experiences right you know my i don't necessarily have religion i believe that there's something there and i definitely believe there's an afterlife and i believe that there's spirits and ghosts and all of these things and i really honestly think that it should be based off of personal experiences you know instead of pushing a certain religion onto your kids or you know it's just fucking weird i don't like it but 
religion and like spirituality differ a lot because like people who are religious believe in simply only good spirits and then like spiritual people know that there's like good and bad spirits and it's not all fucking rainbows and butterflies all the time exactly and like how you were saying like i feel like everyone should go through something like personally you know like because I don't know. Everyone that has been like brought up on something, they have this mindset where they're like, no, there's only good paranormal stuff that goes on, but there's always good and bad around you. And yeah. like coming from a personal experience, um, I've only had mainly one, and this was with my grandma. This was probably about almost five years ago. My mom and I, um, we just left the hospital, and my mom was trying to blow off steam. So we went to the sports park in Beaumont. And we're walking, you know, just talking and stuff. And then all of a sudden we feel this really cold breeze like go through us. And we look at each other and we're like, did you feel that? Like we were like tripping out about it. And seconds later, my mom gets a phone call saying that my grandma passed away. And that's the second I knew that there is stuff out there. Yeah, You know, and a lot of people are in denial. They're like, no way, no way. But when you actually experience that, it changes your mindset. You're like, there's so much out there. Mm -hmm. And I think a big thing in spirituality is when you experience something and opens your mind, it kind of like opens a door. And for me personally, I've experienced things my entire life. I've believed in this stuff and I've sought it out almost. Mm -hmm. It doesn't scare me anymore. But I think because I, you know, know about it and i know it's there and i'm not denying it it happens a lot to me yeah you know back i lived in bishop uh you know up north and um that's when my paranormal start experiences started happening uh this bishop house let me tell you was fucking haunted this thing was like we had multiple spirits in there um my first ever spiritual experience i remember i was having nightmares constantly and uh I was in a bunk bed and I went to go sleep with my brother on the bottom bunk because I was so horrified because I just could not fall asleep. And when I'm on the brink of falling asleep, I hear something climbing onto the nightstand next to me. And I turn over and I see something like a person standing literally on top of the nightstand looking down at me. And then like that, he was gone. And so that's the first paranormal experience I remember out of the many that happened in the bishop house you know my mom and dad and my uncle were huge in the spiritual thing you know my dad is a medium but back then he didn't realize that he was so he was all about you know taps you know ghost hunters just came out on tv and they're all you know oh this is awesome you know we kind of want to do it ourselves because we know this house is haunted and uh so they did it themselves and they you know legitimately caught something um they were out at night, middle of the night in the house, and they're just going to different rooms in the house. And they're asking, you know, the, the classic EVP questions, you know, is there a presence here? What's your name? You know, if there's anybody here, let us know. And they actually caught something. So John actually has the EVP recording that he's going to send to me so that I can insert it into the podcast there so that you guys can fucking hear it. Um, and Caitlin and I are going to listen to it for the first time. We have not listened to it. I know. That's why I'm like, I have no idea what we're about to yeah, listen I'm to. Yeah, I'm kind of scared. I'm yeah, scared. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. So, I'm like, these are genuine reactions right yeah. here. This, every, every person I've showed this to is like, holy Fuck. shit. Okay. So it's going to be kind of hard to, you know, listen to. I'm probably yeah. going to have to explain it to you guys. A hundred percent. So I'm going to explain to you guys what to listen for. Um, my uncle is going to ask a few questions. And the main question you have to listen for is, 
what is your name? And immediately after that, you're going to hear something. And I'll let you guys listen to it. You know, I'm not going to tell you what, but you can hear it. Okay, so here is the EVP. We call it Carl. Carl, right? okay. Okay. So come close, come close. Oh, shit. any static in the room please let yourself be known what is your name what the fuck what the you can hear breathing in it though Mm -hmm. well i think my mom told me earlier that that's her that's her laughing in the beginning i thought i always thought that was a ghost but she clarified to me that it was her today but you can definitely hear the carl i'll play it again oh my fuck so play it from here Let yourself be known. What is your name? That was so fucking scary. No, fuck no, fuck no. That's so, so scary. You can clearly hear it yeah, too. Yeah, you can clearly hear it say Carl. So uh, we found out later, you know, we found like a box full of old things from family members in the past. And like my dad's like great, great, great or two greats. I don't know. An old person. His name was Carl. Oh my god. So we, we could maybe could have been him. We don't know. Um, but they continued. I could not get this EVP, EVP recording because, first of all, my parents find, you know, they get very uncomfortable when they listen yeah. to it. It scares the shit out of them. But they moved into the laundry room, which is the darkest room in the house. Um, they knew that something else was there. They go in there. And they do the, they ask the same questions. What is your name? And they play it back. And then they hear like, they hear something, but they don't, it's, they, it doesn't make sense. They're like, oh, let's put it into the audio program and play it backwards. Yeah. And then it's said in like the stereotypical demonic voice from like a movie. Yeah, dead ass. It sounds like some paranormal. It said mess with demons. And then they stopped. Fuck that. They turned off the recordings and then they fucking stopped. Oh, hell no. And Yeah. That shit is scary. I don't have any scary shit like that. Like, I've never heard any fucking demons telling me I have a fat pussy or anything. But, like, (laughs) the scariest story is from someone, like, I'm related to. I've never personally experienced anything like that. I think it's because I'm not accepting of it either. Like, I'm, I'm, stay away from me. I'm fucking scared. Like, don't watch Mm -hmm. me masturbate. Like, don't listen to the kind of (laughs) porn I watch. I'm scared. My dad was a cop for, um, I think it was, like, Riverside or San Bernardino County, some shit like that. Um, he got a call to this house. It was from this little boy. And the little boy was like, I hear someone upstairs. So he goes to this house and there's this little boy there and his dog. And I guess his parents went out for the night. So he was just home alone. And he's like, okay, so show me where you hear it. And he just points upstairs. So my dad's like, of course, as you have to, you have to check all the rooms. So he checks all the rooms except one. And he sees this door and it's shut. And he's like, okay, so whose room is this? And the little boy and the dog are just fucking standing in the middle of the stairs. Like, the dog will not go up any more than the middle. And the little boy's like, oh, it's my sister's. So my dad's, like, fucking with the, like, doorknob. And it, like, will not open. It's definitely locked. 
and he's just like fucking with it fucking with it he's pushing all his body weight against it keep in mind this motherfucker's like a big guy like he's big and he finally pushes up against the door and the door swings open and he just feels this and like enormous freezing breeze go over his body and he's like oh fuck no so he looks around the room he doesn't see anything except for the window being open so he closes the window and he's like well there's no one in your house and then he asks oh where's your sister and the little boy is standing at the top of the stairs now and the dog is at the bottom just freaking out and the little boy's like oh she died four years ago that's crazy and like my dog's like all right deuces like you're fine no one's here and he just fucking leaves like that was it (laughs) (laughs) it's fucking crazy that's so scary yeah i mean at you know when i lived in the bishop house i experienced a lot of these things you know kind of learning that it's a part of my life you yeah. know um and it scared the shit out of me you know at first now not so much i'm more intrigued by it like i said earlier um you know as i became older my parents became friends with people that were more connected and that's when my dad learned that he's actually a medium mm-hmm. and that's when i kind of learned about how i was connected you know i'm a medium also um maybe not as connected as my dad is uh but i am Um, you know, I've had a lot of experiences when I'm older, you know, I see a lot of things and a lot of things talk to me in my dreams. You know, one time I went to Catalina with my parents and, uh, we went and like rented this house, like an upstairs portion of a house. And it was a long trip. You know, we were on the boat, we woke up early, so I was tired as fuck. And so I go lay on the bed and I take a nap. And normally when something tries to talk to me, I go into sleep paralysis. And so I go into sleep paralysis on the on the bed. I I mean not the bed, the couch, and I can't move. And I'm looking out away from the couch, and I hear a humming, like a sing, like some, like a girl is singing. And she steps into my vision, you know, back face to me. And she has a green shirt and blue jeans and brown hair. And then she turns around at me and she smiles. And then I snap out of the the sleep paralysis. And my dad and I go on a walk, and. You know, we, I, I told him, I was like, I went to sleep paralysis and I saw a girl. I was like, oh, that's creepy, you know. And um, later that day, he comes to me. He's like, I went and I took a nap in the bed and I also went into sleep paralysis. I was like, huh? He was like, yeah. And I looked across the room and there was a girl sitting in the chair across the room. I was like, no fucking way. What did she look like? And he said, green shirt, blue jeans, and brown hair. Fuck. You saw the same exact chick just, like, going to sleep paralysis. Exactly. Like, That's same so person. Scary. I didn't tell her. I didn't tell him what she looked like. And that was just mind-blowing to me. Yeah. I had one experience with sleep paralysis, and it literally scared me shitless. I was in my sister's room, um, and I fell asleep on her bed, and I was facing the blinds and i remember specifically because like when i fell asleep i was just looking at the blinds and then i like woke up in a sense in my sleep paralysis and i looked on the end of the bed and my cats were laying there and one of my cats looks at me and he's like it's okay don't freak out and i was like bitch what the fuck like my cats be talking to me (laughs) and then my cat melts like completely out of cat formation and like melts onto the floor and starts like going into my hallway and he was like don't panic don't panic and then completely goes out of my vision so like in my mind I was like okay like you're you're completely conscious in your dream like you know this isn't real whatever so I try to wake myself up and every time I tried to wake myself up 
I would I was looking at the blinds and then I'd go to turn my head and it would still be the blinds in my vision like no matter how many times I would turn my head around the room it was just the blinds in my vision and then finally when I did wake up I was too scared to move my head so like five minutes later when I did move my head I was like oh my fucking god I'm finally awake and I like texted my aunt because she's super big into spirituality and such and I told her what happened and she was like it's definitely like your anxiety it's taking over like it's a bad experience it's very negative like you need to kind of get yourself in tune before you decide to go to sleep again yeah and negative and positive energies are big when it comes into this whole spirituality thing you know and yeah. that experience I had with the sleep paralysis it was fairly positive she smiled she was humming I mean it was creepy as fuck but it was positive <laughs> you know um so going based off of you guys talking about sleep paralysis was it mainly positive or negative because i've never experienced that so you guys talking about that it's very intriguing and i'm just i'm really curious like did it scare you or was it more eye-opening to like see if you can have more experiences like that um well you know there's balance there's negative and then there's positive i have had my fair share of experiences with, you know, positive, well, not necessarily, I haven't had experiences with extremely positive things. I've had experiences with neutral, yeah. neutral things, but I've definitely had experiences with negative things and negative definitely take, tends to take more of an impact yeah. on me. You know, we had this experience recently at oh, my yeah. old house um, where, you know, my girlfriend's brother had passed away and we were moving out of the house and we kind of realized that no one has confronted this spirit that's in the house. Yeah. You know, we figured that it was her, her brother was there. We've had a lot of experiences in the house and we never confronted it. And we well, felt like we needed to say goodbye. Yeah. Didn't we, we have left. a conversation about that before we left? Like, I'm pretty sure she fell asleep. And then we were like, hey, like, we kind of talked about it a bit. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, I, I remember Jillian telling me about it. And it was very emotional. And then us... It was me, you, Kate, and Joey, correct? Mm, yep. And we talked about it, and then we all decided to do what we did. Yeah, so we, we kind of did not necessarily a seance, not like with the candles and shit, yeah. but we, we went upstairs where the most activity was, um, which is where her brother's room was. We weren't in her brother's room, but we were upstairs. And we sat in a circle, and we held hands, and we concentrated, at least Joey and I kind of had experience in this field, so we, we listened, that's the best way I can explain. We listened and we paid attention and to see if anything was there. And sure as hell, something was there and it came to us. Yeah. And instantly, Caitlin and Jordan started sobbing. And it wasn't just like like crying. Like it was legit. Her and I were like ugly crying, like making the noises. And like I, I had like puffy eyes and we both like looked at each other like what the fuck. And it was crazy though because like we we're saying we're all in a circle obviously closing our eyes trying to get this connection but like we didn't even look at each other we had no idea what all of our uh, all of us were thinking. Yeah, and we just we started, just started crying. bawling our eyes out at the same time, and that's when I knew I felt his presence 100%. around us. And that's I feel like that's like the most I've ever felt. Yeah, that was the turning point I would say for Caitlin because I remember talking to Caitlin before, and she was more of a skeptic. She hadn't mm -hmm. really had any experiences. And then she was with that, and then she experienced that with us. Yeah, and she was very... Like, I'm, Caitlin doesn't cry in front of people. That's a big thing. Like, I can't stress that enough. Caitlin and I have been best friends for, like, 13 years, and I've seen this bitch cry twice. Like, she does <laughs> not cry in front of people, and she was hysterical as yeah, fuck. It was crazy. You know, um, recently, 
Oh, I went God. <laughs> oh, gosh. recently. I was over at Caitlin's house, and uh, her mom asked me to help her move some stuff, right? Some like furniture. And I'd never been to the garage in Caitlin's house, and I, as soon as I walked past the entrance of the garage, you know, my head kind of perked, kind of like you know when a dog hears a noise and it tilts its head. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And I walk out there, and shit you not, there was something there. Yeah. You know, I didn't know, I didn't, you know, I didn't see into it. I just was there to move furniture, but I knew something was there. And it didn't really realize that I knew until I came into the living room. And I was like, hey, Caitlin, I don't mean to scare you, but there's definitely something in your garage. <laughs> and as soon as I said that, I mean, everybody saw it, goosebumps yeah. everywhere on top of my body, hair standing up, kind of like a spider sense. You know, I don't mean to call myself spider. Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man, thank you. Uh, but, you know. That was crazy. You, you and I have had conversations with your mom about, like, your grandma being present. Like, the radio turning on and the lights and, like, the little... What is it like a little chest or whatever? Like yeah, it's on? like I wouldn't necessarily. It's not an entertainment center, but you know, like a lot of the old people, they have like their antiques. Yeah, and shit. they keep it's like, like their, their fancy whole, like, plates and it, shit. It was basically like a cabinet, and my yeah. mom was like, "Who turned on that light?" And all of we us all were looked like, at each other like, "What the fuck?" None of us like we've yeah. been smoking. But yeah, even my sister, she she's mainly had more experiences in the house and. Obviously, we don't want to, like, scare ourselves, but we know that it's definitely our grandma's yeah, presence. Yeah, 100%. Like, when John told me, I low-key did get scared, but there's so much of my grandma's stuff in that garage. So it like, wouldn't be it, surprising. It, yeah. it would not at all. So yeah. I've just been kind of walking past the garage like, hey, homie, like, you stay Miss in there. You. I'm going to stay yeah. in my room, you know. You know, maybe, maybe, just maybe. When I come back for part two, we'll have an EVP from Caitlin's garage. Oh, fuck. fuck. There's an old She's fucking... She's like, Caitlin, your ass smells. Like... <laughs> She's like, stop taking bong ribs in my fucking yeah, room. Yeah, you nasty I'll bitch. i take a step in your garage and see if I can get anything. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? It's crazy, though. After he told me that, I was like, dude, there actually is an old um, Ouija board in there, but the piece <gasps> is missing. Your grandma took it. She fucking she took probably it. Fucking said, you're not doing this shit. It. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah. you, bitch. You're not calling me back for this <laughs> seance. <laughs> I genuinely think if you're going to take anything from this episode, take a couple things. Don't force religion upon anyone. And, like, remember that you receive the energy that you give. Yeah, absolutely. And be open-minded, dude. Yeah, like, don't exactly. be so scared to experience things, especially if you are a religious person. That doesn't mean you should strictly follow what they tell yeah. you. Because, dude, everyone deals with things differently. 100%. But if you have a chance to have an experience, like... Don't be fucking scared to, like, yeah. open up to it, you know? And I will butt in here. If you have an experience, and I tell you this, if you have an experience and you act scared, the that's spirit the is going to feed off of your fear. 100%. That's the energy you're going to get. <laughs> so stay positive and you'll be okay. <laughs> and also stop thinking that everything's just a story. Like, when John sits here and tells us these things, I'm not kidding you, I get chills. Like, it, it doesn't startle me, but it feels very real so it makes me believe a hundred percent that it's not just a story and exactly. it's, it's not be open-minded yeah exactly, <laughs> definitely dude. and you manifest the things around you keep keep in mind that if you're thinking negative things you're going to receive negative things so as long as you keep a positive mind and you manifest the things that you genuinely want it's it's going to come it's going to come to you 
Sadly, we actually ran out of beer, so obviously it's the end of the fucking episode. But please never forget... Stop Stop being being fucking fucking racist. racist. Black lives matter. And wear your fucking mask. Wear your fucking mask, goddammit. I fucking, I hate to do this, but I literally had an experience with this stupid old lady yesterday. Karen. Yeah. Fuck them Karens. I was minding my business in Stater Brothers. I'm going to keep this short and sweet. She wasn't wearing a mask in front of me. She was looking me up and down and I'm, you know, me trying to be polite. I'm like, can I help you? She's like, I don't think we should be wearing a mask anymore. So I had to inform this old fucking hag (laughs) that people 60 years and older are more prone to getting COVID. And let me tell you, that bitch had no fucking response. She puts her shirt over her mouth. Seriously, dude, please wear your mask. I don't give it. it. I literally don't give a shit if you never get sick. But if you don't fucking wear one, you might be making someone else. Yeah, you're not fucking immortal, you fucking 65-year-old cunts. Please remember that. And as always, thank you for listening, and thank you, John, for coming on our of fucking course. podcast. This is so fun. We love having you. Love being you. able to talk. You know, I'm a big talk. Yes. Never mind. I'm very shy. Me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, shut up. You're not a, a lot big of talker. Fun. It was a lot yes. of fun. Oh yeah, guys, stay tuned for next episode. And of course, thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye, motherfuckers. My fucking goddamn it. Pause it. <laughs>